Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You are new in a, in a country, so don't expect to have everything fast. You know, rent, PPS, or to open a, a, a bank account or something. It takes time. And sometimes people are like, I want, you know, everything fast. And I'm yeah. like, even, in, even if in your countries, these things take time. Hello and welcome to A Life in Dublin. I'm your host Mark and with your permission we'd love this podcast to be your digital companion for the next little bit at least. Jenny Santana is from Mexico and moved to Ireland one month before the pandemic started. She moved straight in with an Irish family and began working as an au pair. She came out the other side of that complete madness as a huge advocate for Ireland and Irish culture. She epitomizes the courage you need to embrace new cultures and new challenges. We talked to her about her time here and what she would recommend to anyone who has just arrived or is thinking of coming. Thanks to all of you for listening. This podcast looks to shine a light on the diversity and creativity that exists in Dublin and to put it on a global stage. For those of you who are Irish, we need to appreciate what we have here. And for those of you who have moved here, we want to welcome you and support you on your journey here. If you'd like to support this project and help us to improve, you can do this so by leaving a review or a rating or even donating a small amount on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash a life in Dublin. And now here's my conversation with Jenny. Yeah, so I only, I don't do um, like a lot of people do YouTube and stuff like that. Yes. Um, it's a step beyond, not beyond my ability, but, uh, but beyond my kind of time that I have because I'm sure as you know, yep. this is the fun part. Recording things is easy. Yes. It's the editing. It's everything else that comes along with it. That is the real challenge. Um. And I just don't have time to do that. I really don't. I like ran here 
yes. after work, set everything up. Um, as you can see, it's quite basic. We have a nice room, but the equipment that we have, I mean, I could be using this and everything, mixing desks, I just don't yes. have the time. Uh, so YouTube, unfortunately, we don't do. Um, but yeah, we do. We put this stuff on Instagram, basically. Yeah, like reels or yeah. some clips or something. Um, exactly. Yes, That's exactly. They work. I mean, like on TikTok or reels, they work. Yeah. I, then I've been trying to. Like, it's just so hard to be consistent. I can't like. I can do it with Instagram, but then the thing about Instagram, there's so much involved with Instagram. There's like, you got to post your stories, your your reels, your posts, and everything else. At least I guess with TikTok and all those things, it's just one one format really yeah um and i had less work a few months ago and had more time to kind of be consistent and start posting stuff yeah um but then i just lost the routine um, yes. and you know yourself if you do yes. if you lose the routine then you basically you're just, just yeah and it's very hard to grow on instagram you know like on numbers or something like tiktok is i mean tiktok has this the for you page where you can get more views or something. Yeah. But Instagram is so tough, you know, like it's in Instagram. If you don't post some days, they forget you or, you know, like they punish you or something. But yeah. it's good. I mean, because I think like on Instagram, you have more. I mean, you have followers more like more fidelity or something. More loyal. You know? yeah. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, like I because that's why I do it, actually, because um Yeah, you're right. If I wanted, I guess, to be growing organically, then I should be. Uh, for me, I just don't like the the end game for this is is Spotify actually, okay. just, or or wherever people listen to podcasts. It's audio, like that's what I love. I'm yeah. obsessed with uh, yes. aud the audio format. Yes. Um. So in my head, when I post something on TikTok, I'm like, well, okay, even if this gets like hundred billion views are people actually going to go on to Spotify from TikTok I've never personally done that mm -hmm. I've never watched a video on TikTok and then go hmm, I'm going to listen to this podcast mm. I understand that it's really important and I'm just being silly really but <laughs> um, yeah I, I guess the audio side of it is, is where is what I really like yeah the audio yes yeah. always it's, I think it's easier like when you're like doing anything and you're listening to a podcast it's I do the, I do that more, yeah. you know, like just listening. A good audio is. Do you know. listen to any other podcasts? Yeah, most of them are like in Spanish or something. Uh -huh. I used to listen to. Um, oops, that's not going to sound good on there. <laughs> <laughs> that was me hitting my knee against the table for anybody listening. Um, I used to listen to a Mexican one actually. Really, uh, which one? So when I was trying to practice my Spanish, my listening. Um, I can't remember if it was dos nombres comunes or dos hombres comunes. I can't remember. I think it was nombres. Nombres. Um, or maybe hombres, which means like two men. Two common two men or two whatever. Two common men, yes. Um, and yeah, it was it was a good one for me because it was like, I can't remember their names, but it was what I understand to be quite a famous Mexican rock star. Um, I didn't know him, but I think within Mexico anyway, he's he's pretty famous. Let's say he's the Bono of Mexico. Yeah. Um, again, I can't remember his name. And then there was a foreign guy, I guess what you would call a gringo. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he was from Sweden or something, but he had been living in, in Mexico for I don't know how many years. And I think he'd married a Mexican woman. So, um, But it was nice for me to listen to him particularly because I was like, okay, here's a guy. 
Yeah. He does a podcast in Spanish and I can understand him. His Spanish isn't perfect and he uses a lot of expressions and idioms which um, are clearly English translated into Spanish, but um, it was a really nice one for me to listen to. A really nice podcast, actually. Yes. You're learning some Spanish. Yeah, I, I used to live in Spain. Oh, really? Yeah. Where? Where in Spain? I lived in Las Palmas de Gran Canaria. Okay. Uh, amazing place. So then you place. practice your Spanish. Yeah. Well, actually, I went there with zero Spanish. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Well, I went there with hola and gracias, and that's that's about it. The basis. Um, but, yeah, I got I got to a higher level. Um, that's still not perfect. Okay. Um, but you can communicate, have yeah. conversation. One day, I think I'll do one episode of this you maybe should. I'll do have one episode in Spanish yes you should um, I mean that might mean a lot of people won't be able to listen to it but <laughs> uh, or maybe another podcast in Sp- we'll see um, someone has kind of put that challenge to me I was like oh it's an interesting challenge yes uh, it's, cool. yeah it's gonna be, I'm, I mean I've seen that you have like mm, you've made other podcasts with Spanish speakers as well like actually they're Brazilian Brazilian uh, so Portuguese speakers um, and thankfully they spoke in English for me <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, there was the, actually the, that was a big po- there. They have a big podcast it's called the Boulder Podcast. It's yes. really popular. Oh in yes, I, uh, there is a port, uh, Brazilian guy that he has a podcast here. It's very popular. I've seen those videos. Well, there's a few of them. Yes. Um, there's I've, we've had the. I'm I'm sure there might be more, but the three that I've met and they've been on this podcast actually was Felipe from the Boulder Podcast and yes Tales from Tokiando. Um, that one Edu um, from Irlanda Talk Show oh yes I, yeah is the name of that yes um, they're all really nice super yes. friendly very supportive like they'll come in here and they're like Mark you know you should do this and this and this and that microphone you're using is absolutely crap and <laughs> maybe you like it's really helpful yes um, really nice people yeah you told me you came here in 2020 yes 2020. 2020 yes one month before the pandemic started yes so you came with big dreams and hopes yeah <laughs> yes i mean like uh february 2020 i just landed here um full of dreams and you know excited for new adventures and everything and then the pandemic i mean there were some news you know like but we are we all thought that it was just in China and something. Nobody thought that it was going to be, you know, something massive. So I was like, okay, I'm staying. I came one month before, I mean, March, because I wanted to see the parade, you know, mm. and then yeah. cancel. Remember? Yeah, I remember it was, that. you know, um, but it's been three years. So I, I have so many friends that they went back to their countries and I was like, mm. I don't know, like I quit everything there in Mexico. I quit my job and and I sold my car and stuff. So I was like, if I go back, I have nothing. You know, I have my family, but I wanted to stay. So mm. fortunately, I was living with this family. It was an American Irish family. Mm. And I lived with them for eight months. So I had a job. So I had a house. I was like, okay, I'm staying. And... I mean, like, it's been three years, and I, I still like it. I mean, I like Ireland. I like Dublin, you know. I, th- I find Irish people very nice. It's, it's, it's something different. I mean, I've been traveling, you know, in, in Europe, in so many countries, but every time I come back to Ireland, it's like, 
a second home, you know, after Mexico. It's like, really? I like this country. Like, it's very nice. It's people, everything, you know, like. But I, I want to try to understand, like, a little bit about how you ended up here and, and why you feel that way here. Um, but first, I'm going to reference back a little bit to that time in 2020 when you said you wanted to see the parade for, for Patrick's Day. Yeah. And obviously, it's now, what, March 24th, I think it is today that we're recording this. Um, you're kind enough to give us some time on a Friday evening, so thank you. Uh, but obviously we had Paddy's Day last week, and I'm fairly sure if you walk around the city now, most of the decorations and everything are gone. They've been taken down. Yeah. Most of them anyway, I think. But I remember, because I lived quite close to the city centre when the pandemic came, and you'll remember that you were only allowed to walk like two kilometres from your house. Oh, yeah. But I was able to walk into the city centre. Yeah. Um, and for, I remember, you know, in July, August, you see all of these St. Patrick's Day, like, um, posters on the wall for, like, festivals and Irish dancing events or Irish music events. And they were just there, left there for months and months. Oh, it was yes, such a weird feeling. It's super sad. Yeah, it was. It was you tough. What a yeah, tough I remember those times when you, I mean, like, you were just allowed to walk to kilometers and then five and then 20 it was like yeah. and there was there was a guard that you know checking like where do you live and yeah. you know like really sad times you know yeah. like the city was empty and i i mean like you know like i made few friends but it was very tough you know because like imagine you got to another country and you were expecting more and you know like life and going to school you know my lessons were online and everything but um, I decided to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, like, I found it, like, okay, I want to stay and I want to stay. Um, but, yeah. Before you made the decision to, to move, like, maybe when you were in Mexico, what was the, the trigger for you? What, why did you want to go anywhere? Let's forget about Ireland for a second. Why did you want to leave yeah. your home country? Yeah, I mean, like, before when I was living in Mexico I you know I liked this thing about traveling and discovering new cities and new countries or something I mean I was just I just traveled you know to USA Canada Brazil a few countries but you know these countries are massive though every state counts like a country or something and I was like okay I want to have this experience about living mm. in a country. I had some friends there in Monterrey, in my city. It's in the north, mm. just next to Texas. Um, one friend lived in Canada. One friend lived in Brazil. Another friend lived in, I don't know, like um, UK or something. And I was like, I want that experience too, you know, because it, it opens um, your mind, you know. Mm. So I was checking options and I was thinking more about Canada the first time because it's close, you know, yeah. to Mexico. But then a friend uh, from my university, he talked to me about Ireland. He lived here in Dublin and I, I saw his photos on Instagram and everything. I was like, yes, like, let me ask. And then I searched schools, cities, because I was between Dublin and Galway and, you know, and everything. Yeah. And then um, I found Ireland more like, how can I say, like, it was maybe easier or something because you had opportunity to learn English and work and, you know, like uh, to to solve, I mean, your 
the rent, to pay everything, you know. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'll take Dublin. Then mm-hmm. I decided to come to Dublin. And yes, it's totally different living in a city than traveling. You know, when you travel, it's just, okay, you saw just the touristic places or, you know. But when you live there and you realized, re- you realize it's your life now there is like, okay, this is another part of my life, you know, that you have to um, just to live, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, I mean, just wanted to have the experience of living in another country. So when you say it's uh, it's not, you know, you're not on holidays, you're traveling. Sorry, yes. excuse me. You're not on, you're not traveling, you're not on holidays, you're, you're living here. Yeah. Um, was there any unexpected emotions or surprise emotions that you felt when you were here? Like, or difficult moments that maybe you didn't think would, would be the case? Difficult moments, I'd say maybe there were so many changes, you know, when you start living in the, in another city or country. Um, but I'd say, for example, in the first house where I lived, there was an Irish woman and Korean girls and Mexican guys. So I always felt like family, you know, like the Irish woman was super, super like nice um, good. So I I had a good experience, you know, um. But to be honest, I mean, like maybe just the weather, you know, <laughs> is the first shock, you know, like. But now I find it okay because, for example, my city in Mexico is super hot, like 40, 45, 45 degrees in summer. Wow. So now nah, for me, it's paradise, hot. you know. Like I know everyone loves sun and you know, hot weather, but no for life. I mean, like, you know, 45 degrees is, is insane. Insane. I, yeah. Yes, exactly. So no, I, yeah, I mean, just, you know, like family or basic things, you know, but nothing like, like homesick or something. No, because I really wanted to have the experience. So I was like, I, you know, worked for this. I saved money and I sacrificed so many things to be here. So I was like, I want to enjoy it, you know. Yeah. I want to enjoy it because this is an opportunity. I'm not sure if I'm gonna stay here for so long, but I the time that I'm here, I want to enjoy it, you know. Brilliant. So, basically. And you're you're also like I mean I've seen the content that you make on on Instagram and it's really helpful content to people who might be living here or thinking of moving here. Yeah. Um, when did you start with this project? Well. It's a fun story. I mean, actually, I started on TikTok. Like, okay. you know, my, my main, I mean, like, all my content was on TikTok. You know, like, in 2020, you were, in ha- I mean, everyone was doing um, isolation and every, you know, like, yeah. in home. So I was living with this family, and the parents were American, and the girls were totally Irish, you know. Um, and I was learning a lot, you mm. know. I knew my English was fluent, but not like living with four English speakers, you mm. know, during the pandemic and no going out. I mean, I was all my time with them. So I was learning vocabulary and everything. And I was like, okay, I'm going to share this on Instagram with my friends and family. Um, so I remember on those in these times, TikTok was more about dancing and hmm. lip sync or things like that. Not like now, like, you know, TikTok now is more like 
YouTube, so you know, fast. Yeah. many topics there. And I was like, okay. And then a friend told me, you should post your videos on TikTok. You can grow or something. And I was like, mm, I don't know. TikTok is more for kids or teenagers. I'm not really sure. And they were like, do it. And then I posted a video. I remember I posted a video about the differences, about saying good afternoon, good evening, good night, when to say this these phrases. And then the first video got like 50,000 views or, wow. you know, and I was like, mm, okay, uh, I think I'm going to start posting on TikTok. And then it started posting and posting and posting everything, you know, a lot of vocabulary and videos. And then the girls, they were like, can we make videos with you? Because, you know, they like they were like six and eight years old and the parents were like, okay, you can do because you're on, on, in the house the whole time. You can, you know, have some distractions. And I'm like, okay, doing some videos and everything. And it started growing, growing, growing. I know TikTok is easier to grow, but I was like, okay, I'm going to be on the side of TikTok about learning, learning languages, you know? Yeah. And now, as I told you, like, TikTok is more like YouTube now, like mini YouTube, like videos, like short videos. And I was like, okay. And then 2020, 2021, and now, you know, like you see any topic um, on TikTok. And then I decided to start with English. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to start sharing about life here because many people ask me about, hey, how can I go and study there? How can I do a college, a master, English or whatever? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to start doing some videos like tips, like advices, like information about here. So, yes, and then a lot of people asking and, you know, like, hey, how can I do it? Um please tell us more or whatever. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to start there. And then TikTok started to grow and then Instagram. And I was like, okay. And then I made like a community or something. And I, I never wanted this. I never planned. I mean, like in the past, I always, I mean, like I always liked speak to the camera, you mm. know, like ages ago, like 10 years ago, I has I had um a YouTube channel talking about movies, you know, like, mm. because I always wanted this. But then it didn't work, it didn't have time, whatever. And, but I never wanted to be, like, many followers or something. I, I mean, I didn't plan it, you know. Yeah. And now it's, like, something, like, like, how can I say, like, people ask me, people trust me, you know, like, okay, the information that I, I always wanted to be, like, clear, Okay, Ireland is this, but it's also this. And you know, for a foreign person, it's different. You have to do a lot of documentation, visas, you have to pay or something. And I that's what I want, you know, like to be clear with my followers about what can you do, what you can't or whatever. So I started like that. What are the warnings that you would give to people? Look... For example, I also work in an agency. I welcome students um, every week. And what I always tell them is like, you are new in a, in a country, so don't expect to have everything fast. You know, rent, uh, you know, PPS, um, to open a, a, a bank account or something. It takes time. And sometimes people are like, I want, you know, everything fast. And I'm yeah. like, even in, even in, in your countries, these things take time, you yeah. know? So don't expect, yeah. like, you're going to have everything in two months or you're going to be rich or something. It's like, no, you're studying here, you have to focus. 
you have to be focused and everything and enjoy you know th things like this and also for example you know accommodation is another yeah. thing here massive yes it's massive here so i always try to be clear like it's gonna take some time and it's expensive but i am i always say like dublin i mean like For me, it's a, I mean, Ireland is a country for opportunities. You know, you can mm. find job, you can find, you can learn, for example, English, you can make a master or something. Um, but it takes time. Yeah. So these things, I always tell people like, go slow, be patient, you know? Yeah, I think that's great advice because I think if you come here with like expectations of it being quick of, It can it can be really difficult for people. It can almost be chaotic. The accommodation situation at the moment is horrendous. Let's just be perfectly honest. That's what it is. I mean, we have this eviction ban um, ending and whatever that might be. You know, I'm not not everything is good or bad, but I was <coughs> speaking to someone yesterday and um, they were like, yeah, I've just been told I've got six months to get out. And I was like, oh, really? Like, like why? What? what's the eviction? It's like, oh, well, we found out our landlord was you know, in debt to the bank and that the bank actually owned uh, this property and as soon as they can, they're ev evicting us and I guess they'll sell it. Yes. Um, and, you know, she uh, actually is a Spanish girl and she's like, I, I have to, I just have to go back to Spain for a few months because that's what works best for me and I just don't want to look for accommodation right now. And that is really tricky. It's, what I would say is, If people have someone like you to talk to, it's brilliant because for someone, for you to have, or for that person to be able to hear, take your time. It's going to be fine. You're not going to get your PPS number next week. You might not even get it next month. Um, yes. And that's really difficult. We understand. But please don't don't expect it to be your um, quick or yes, easy. Exactly. And it also happens, for example, with the language. Yeah. You know, Um sometimes I receive I receive um students with no English and I'm like you just have to try, you know, like but it's gonna take time. Mm. It's like Spanish or your own language. It took time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, true. So don't get desperate. Like mm. just practice and just lose, you know, like the fear or something to speak. Um it's a challenge, you know. But if you don't try, you're not gonna like uh, develop like this language. You yeah. Know? So I always is that patient for for everyone when you're in another country, and for example accommodation. I always, for example, on TikTok, I always see videos of people, for example, in Australia, in Spain, or some capital cities. It's the same. Like accommodation is a thing. You know, yeah. So every capital is the same. For example, Mexico City is the same. Like there are many people from USA living there, uh, Cancun, for example. Um, some big cities have this problem. You know, so I always tell them like it's gonna take time. Okay, so don't rush or yeah. something. You yeah. know, because it's a thing everywhere. People think it's just in Dublin, but it is not. Uh, yeah, you're right. You um, know. It might be particularly bad here, but yeah, you're right. I know in, in other cities, big cities, they do have bad accommodation issues as well. You were, uh, I'm trying to like, you were lucky in a way that you had a nice family. Yes. Uh, because one month in and then you're stuck with that family, that could have been 
a nightmare situation. Exactly. Yes. Mm. Um, you know, this thing about being an opera is like very cultural or something here. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, like I was living with these two girls and the parents and they were working home you know yeah so the mother in the third floor the dad in the kitchen and i was with the girls they were homeschooling and everything so the five of us living there 24 7 it was a thing and i, I it, it was tough for me it was tough for them you know having a stranger a stranger person there the same But we always try to have like good communication or I always try to give them their space as a family. And they always, I mean, like, for example, weekends, family, I mean, the mom was like, Jenny is in her off days. Please don't disturb her or something. Good. So always like respect and everything. But I know in another situation, the opposite, it would be. Uh, wow, it could have been awful. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I mean, it was difficult for everybody even to be with your even for the family themselves exactly. like to be with with their family all the time i'm sure it was difficult for them too yes and so do you still have contact with that family or yes i mean i still have uh, for example the mom uh, um you know like in, in whatsapp for example some text or something and now i'm working with another uh, kids um um such a lovely kids like it's another family fully irish Um, because the other family, they were like, okay, we're working from home, so we might not need an, an opera anymore. Then I started with other kids, and there I also, I was, you know, like, um, learning more English. So, and the kids were like, can we be, can, I mean, like, can we uh, be in your videos on TikTok? <laughs> and I always told them, I'm like, can I? I mean, like, it's no problem or something. And she was like, no, yeah, yeah, okay. And they were like, okay, let's, Let's make a video about the days of the week or the the mm -hmm. how to pronounce the months or something like that. And these videos were very popular, like wow. 200,000 views, 100,000 views on TikTok. And people were like, okay, we we want more videos with Freddie or Hugh or, you know, like the kids. Um, and yeah, like I've been working, as I told you, with Irish people and all good, you know, yeah. like, but I don't live with them. But I mind them. I, yeah. mean, I mind the boys. So in the afternoons, for example. But such lovely family. Mm. Yes. And since kind of life has, has opened up a little bit more for you since the restrictions have been lifted after COVID, um, you I you really got to discover the city more because you, you didn't basically before that. I'm sure you walked around and did a few things, but uh, you know you know yourself it was difficult with you know curfews you had to be home at a specific time or you weren't allowed to go that distance or you weren't allowed to stand up in a bar it was really weird it was just a weird time but then after all that finished did you what was it like to discover Dublin like really to discover it yeah I mean like I remember like when I was in the pandemic I I made some friends that they lived the real Dublin and I, for me it was always like Like, how can I say, like, how is Dublin, like, real Dublin, you know? And every person was, like, it's amazing. Like, the pubs, like, the restaurants, the nightlife, and everything. And I always, I was always dreaming about that day, you know, when, <laughs> for example, like, last year, they were like, okay, let's start living the real life. And for me, it was amazing. Like, seeing life, going to school, 
meet people, you know, because there was also, do you remember these restrictions when you, if you're in a pub, you can't, you can't talk to the other table or things like that. Yeah. And I was like, you know, and then I started seeing everything, you know, taking the the kids to the school. And I, it was, for me, it was really good. Like, I, I waited for that for a couple of years, you know. And when I started living the real Dublin, I was like, wow. Like, also, the nightlife is really good. You know, going to a pub, going to a nightclub or something was amazing. I was like, okay, this is the real experience. This is what I was waiting for, you know. I really liked it. Where you do know? you normally go on, on a night out in Dublin? A night out... I'd when say you're, when you're not in Dices, of course. Yeah, <laughs> Dices is classic. You yeah. know, like you know, like Latin music and everything. For for example, is I love Camden. You mm. know the area and the nightclub, amazing. Yeah. I really like it. Or sometimes in Temple Art is like Bad Bobs or some pubs mm. like that. Um, but I'm more like in dancing and you know Latin music and or Irish music. I mean like going to a pub or something to have a beer with a friend, and yeah. But I like that. I go into the cinema or everything. You know, it's like I think there's there are many options. You know, like yeah. to grab a beer or something. You know those places like um, Dicey's and Bad Bobs and all of these bars. I haven't been in them in a long, long time. Um, are they like genuinely a good way for? To meet people, I, I watched a, a video yesterday. Uh, it's by these three comedians, these three Irish comedians, um, Foil Arms and Hog. They're they're so good, but they do this sketch comedy, and uh, this sketch that they were doing yesterday, or this scenario that they were, you know, acting out, was basically how difficult it is as adults to make friends, and yes. you know how complicated it becomes. And you know, the joke was. You know, when you're a kid, it's like, what's your favorite color? It's like blue. It's like, oh, mine too. Let's be friends. Or, you know, that guy that lives across the street, he's just going to be my best friend just because he lives across the street. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then it gets more tricky as an adult. There's other ways you can join clubs. And we've talked about that in the podcast before. But is it is it a nice way to meet people going to? Because there's so many people like expatriates or people who come to live here go to like Dicey's and Bad Bob's and <laughs> I think it's almost it seems to me like a you know just like a meeting area yes I think so I think it is like um, I think for example the the Latin community or Brazilians um, they were also open to meet people you know because we're doing an exchange or something you know uh, but these places like is like okay, you're a student like me or something. We have something in common, and then you share. Okay, like you know, you you want to make contacts or something. You know, for I don't know possible jobs or parties or uh, this kind of things. So I think it's easier to go to these places like like Dicey's or something or Bad Pops or these kind of places. Um, but I think it's easier to make friends there to meet people there. I mean, like it works mm. you know um yeah but also like i don't know like i always see like for example on on facebook that there are so many groups like hey we want to make a walk or a hike or something and then you can meet people there there's uh, there's so many like ways to meet people when you're a student but as you said like when you're older it's more difficult mm. you know like 
is like where where can I do it you know or if you're in college or something it's easier you know that's actually a good point that um I guess when you come here from a place like Mexico or wherever whatever it is um you're whether you see this is a good thing or a bad thing you're obligated to go to school yes but it's a nice way to meet people yes um, yes I mean like when I went to the English lessons before um it was amazing for me because I was meeting people from different countries and different cultures and I was like okay I want to meet uh, there was a girl from Russia there was a girl from Spain from Argentina all different to my culture and everything so it's really nice you know mm. to meet people from other countries um even when you are like kind of forced to go it's like okay I'm going to meet people and it's different um Yes, I mean, I was always happy, you know, like, to meet people and, you know, like, at school or something. Because it's, I think it's, like, since it's when you're a child, you know, in your school, and you just want to make friends. You just want to, you know, to talk with someone or something. And then you make, like, good friendships, mm. you know. Do you have any advice, say, like, I think you probably would say that Irish people are quite friendly, right? Yeah. Um, but what advice would you give to someone who's moving here, maybe from Mexico, right? So they, they have the same culture as you. Is there any warnings that you give them? It's like, oh, you can't say this or you can't do that or don't expect Irish people to be like that. Is there any kind of... Yes. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. I would say, I mean, like, I know Irish people are very nice. But they're, I mean, I mean, like, they're a bit different to, for example, Mexican people or Latin American people. It's like, Irish people are not really, how can I say, touchable or something. Like, mm. for example, sometimes when I used to, uh, you know, I just come to a place and we used to give hugs mm. or something. And Irish people, I mean, of course they do it, but you have to have a connection with this person, you know. Mm. And you have to earn the hug. <laughs> yes, you know, like, hey, bro, you know, like something. Or, for example, this thing about... You know, Latin American people, they they say hi, like, okay, you give a yeah. kiss or something. And I remember the first time with um, the parents of, of the kids that I look after, uh, I give, you know, like, kiss to both the mom and the dad. And the kid was like, why are you kissing my dad? And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, it was just like, you know, I'm used to it, you know. And I was like, no, he, I mean, like, he's just like a friend or something. And. I never <laughs> did it again because I don't want like me. Who's our new mommy? <laughs> yes, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not going to do this again. It's so weird. So it takes time, you know, yeah. unless you have a connection with these people and you they like, okay, a hug or something. And mm. um, things like that. Um, what else? Um, I mean, about Irish people, it's just that um, Irish people are also very talkative, you know, like mm. they, they really like to talk. So... Yeah. Yes, I mean they. I mean, like especially with old people, they are always open to have a chat, you know. Um, yeah, but I think that's good. Yes. Yeah. Well, it really depends on the person. Um, then I say, I remember I was on the train there not so long ago, and it was just like it was really early on a Sunday morning. I was actually getting up to to do a podcast with someone, but you know, there's very few people around on a Sunday morning, and the train is almost empty. 
it was an old man just sat down beside me and I was like, okay, that's weird. There's like so many seats available yeah. and I had my headphones on and it's it's a different generation. Like poor man, he's 100% right, but he just starts talking to me. And, but like about totally random stuff. He's like, see those guys, those, there's, oh, there's some people working over there. And he's like, what do you think they're getting paid? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, and I was like, it just went on. Then for like 25 minutes on, on the, he just kept talking to me about literally anything. He wasn't a crazy person or anything. He just yes. wanted to chat. Yes. So some, you might look at that and go, oh, that's great. That sounds so nice. But then other times the reality is you're like, I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just want to go on your business, you know, minding your business or something. Yeah. But yeah, people, I mean, like, especially with old people, you know, like they're more like to have a chat or something. Or... And they might be really interested in you, I guess, as well, because I think for like our generation or younger Irish people, they're very used to being in a multicultural environment. Yes. Maybe the older generations are less so. It's very like um, very new to them. The fact that there's so many different nationalities here. So I guess maybe they might like, oh, and Jenny, you, you're from Mexico. It's yes, like, wow. exactly. What's, exactly. What's that all about? You yeah, know? especially like, you know, Dublin has more nationalities, for example, here. But when you go to countryside, there is like not really common to see people from other countries. Of course, they are, but yeah. it's not that common. For example, yeah. I've been, I don't know, to, I'd say... Limerick or it's, it's, it's a bit smaller or yeah. Kilkenny or mm. Cavan or mm. something or I've never been to Monaghan but I met some guys from there and it's like um, you would never see a Mexican or Brazilian living there you know like no. most of you know of the students or in, people from other countries are Dublin Galway Cork you yeah. know but that's true I mean like when I met um it was the granny of the kids. She was like, "Oh, you're from Mexico, and and what? I mean, like, what do you end up here? And some tell me your story or something." Because as you say, like, some people say, like, maybe ten, fifteen years ago, it was not really common, you yeah. know, like to have a lot of students or you know, international students or something. And it's just curiosity. You just want to know, like, uh, where are you from? your culture or something but it, i mean i find it nice you know when they're interested in you yeah you know? yeah where, where do you like to hang out just in general if you've got two hours to spare in the city um well here in dublin i really like for example canal dog that area it's really nice yeah. to have a coffee or something um, and i'm also like i also like the, going to restaurants or something there are many options here um, best Mexican restaurant in Dublin El Grito uh, <laughs> yes I would say El Grito maybe Salsa these two restaurants they're really nice you know I haven't been to Salsa yet but I've I've got some good recommendations have you gone to El Grito I've got I've been to El Grito now actually quite a while ago is before the pandemic so I haven't been back in a long time yes I'm sure it's more or less the exact same thing but uh, yeah, it's very good. Yeah, so you like I, Mexican food? I love it. I've never been to Mexico, so I can't say, oh, yeah, this is what it is. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I can't have that ability. I'm just going, first of all, I enjoy the food. Um, uh, please don't take offense to this. But I also enjoy Bujum, which I know is probably not Mexican food. Yeah, or I know. Tex-Mex or whatever you want to call it. Yes. Uh, so I love that type of food anyway. But yeah, El Grito was great. 
Um, but talking to other people who have been to Mexico or Mexicans like yourself, they say it's good. And actually yes. when I went there, the restaurant was full of what looked like Mexican people. So I think that's always a good sign. I mean, like, whenever I meet a person and these persons are like, okay, los burritos or something, or something, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's okay. I mean, I don't take it as an offense or something because yeah. I know it's the same, for example, if I say I love sushi and I know this is not a real sushi, you know. Yeah. In Japanese people will be like, that's not sushi, you know. So when you say like, I like burritos, I'm like, okay, it's not really Mexican, but it's a bit Mexican. So at the end, you have the interest, you know, like in this kind of food. Um, but yeah, el grito is better. Like the taste of there, I, I'd say is really Mexican, you know, like it's really good. Mm. El grito. You yeah. have that kind of rice drink. I can't remember what that's called. Rice is. Or it's like, a, it's like maybe it's not rice, but it's like a drink that's kind of white. Oh, horchata. Horchata. Yes. yes. It's quite it's sweet, right? Yeah, super sweet. Yeah. Yes, I think nice. it was. It was born in Spain, but really? Mexicans. I mean, like they have their own version or something. Okay. I love it. Oh, there yes. you go. Going at least going to El Grito every three weeks or something. I have to go, you know, because we miss the the Mexican food. Yeah. I love spicy food as well. Yes. Yeah. And yes. Mexican spiciness because Mexican spiciness is real spiciness. Yes. Like even in Bujum, I have to say that the spicy salsa is not very spicy. Yeah. And I don't I don't like I don't want to die from spice, but I know in El Grito when I went there, their spicy one. Oh, that yes. that hit me yes, pretty exactly. hard. But to be honest, burritos from here are good. I mean, I like them. You know, yeah. like Bujum or these kind of places are nice. I mean, but do you like again, probably stupid question. Do you eat burritos in 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 Mexico? Or yes, but it's not like like those ones because these ones are too big. But eh, I think yes. I mean, I would say yes. I mean, my state is just beside beside Texas. You know, so, so we have similar a, culture. A similar almost. culture, Texas and Nuevo León, for example, my state. Um, of course, they're different, but I think it's okay. I mean, mm. like the version that you have here is more like Tex-Mex, but at the end has a bit of. Mex, you know, the yeah. Mexico, so, yeah. Actually, speaking of which, have you ever been to, to Texas? Yes, Texas, yes. We used to go, like, for shopping or something. You, you know, as I told you before, like, I used to travel in so many places in USA. Um, uh, Texas, of course. I think it was my first state that I visited in USA. So, yeah, I mean, like, the culture of, you know, this cowboys and everything it's nice it's interesting like the movies and something you know were you in dallas or no Austin i've been or? just like to the border uh-huh. you know the places that i've been more i mean like you know like other states like i don't know florida or california or new york you know but in texas just the border you know for shopping or something but it's you just cross the border and it's absolutely different you know to mexico really you know? yes um, you can see it's it's another country Mm. No, um, yeah, but for example, my siblings they they've been to Houston, mm. or I don't know, like um, what is there, San Antonio or other cities there, and they're really nice. Would you ever have an appetite to live in in the United States? Uh, sorry, saying. Would you ever like to live in in the United States? Uh, maybe at, I think so. Yes, I find USA very. I mean, I really like it for traveling. You know. Um, New York, Los Angeles, Miami, th- th- they're very nice cities. But, um, of course, living is another thing, you know. Yeah. 
So maybe if I had the opportunity to live in New York or something in, I don't know, like Manhattan or something, that would be great. But I know it's very, you know, like chaotic and many people in, I don't know, it's like, for example, my city in Mexico is, um, there There are three, the three biggest cities in Mexico is Mexico City, Monterrey, mine, and Guadalajara. So Monterrey is a really big city. Um, I lived there for 28 years and now I'm living in Dublin. I know Dublin is a smaller, but I don't see myself living in a big city again. Really? I'm, yeah. I mean, like sometimes people here is like, people are like, um, uh, Dublin is a small, for me it's perfect. You know, like you have everything close Um, you have nature, you have beach, you have cliffs, you have nightlife. For me, you have everything, you know, so it's perfect. I know sometimes it takes time for traffic or whatever, but it's easier. You know, in Mexico, I was used to one hour in the traffic, one hour in the metro, one hour in the bu- on the bus or whatever. Um, I don't see myself doing that again. Yeah. You know, like it's tough living it's in big cities. Lifestyle. You know, when you go to Rome, Paris, London, it's like that. And I'm like, no, no. I mean, mm. like, it's a lot of stress, yeah. you know? So I really like Dublin for that. <laughs> Maybe that's also was triggered a little bit from the pandemic. I think a lot of people during that time of just having time to think to yourself and you, you kind of reevaluate some things, right? You're like, hmm, do I really want to be, you know, commuting all this time or every day? And some people totally changed their, their way of life during that, that period. And maybe that's something that's happening to you as well, that you're like, kind of shifting the way that you want or what you want basically or what you value yes mm. can i ask just going back a little bit to the to the tiktok instagram thing yes. right um how do you deal or how do you manage with you need to have a, a let's a, do you want to call it a growth mentality it's not really a growth mentality but you're so fixated, and not you, but everybody who has this kind of content creation game, um, you're very fixated on numbers and growth and whether or not I'm gaining followers followers, or whether or not my videos are getting views or likes or whatever. How do you deal with that? Because I know that you might make a video that like, I don't know, whatever. It takes you like 40 seconds to make. You're like, oh, well, I just don't have time. I'm just going to put And then it goes bloody viral, right? Yes. And then you might spend weeks thinking and putting together a script and creating it. And it, not that it bombs, but it doesn't, you know, you're, how these things work. Or it just it doesn't get picked up by the algorithm for whatever reason. Um, how do you manage that? Well, it's... it's um, it's really tough to be honest, like to be a content creator. Um, in the past, I've, I mean, like, I used to say like, okay, people just make videos and they post it and that's it. But now it's like, you have to be creative. You have to to put some time. In, for example, in my case, I try to make some videos every Monday, like 10 videos for TikTok. And then I have to make the to I mean to edit all these videos and then I have to make content for some brands or something and then I have to post the stories you know to be active on Instagram and then I have to reply comments and then I have to reply 
messages and then um it's a lot of work you know yeah. you know like now i'm just with tiktok and instagram and people are always like you should start on youtube and i would love to but you know edit is it takes a lot of time you know i think it's mo i mean like most of the work is edit you know mm. so i always try i mean like i always try to have everything in my calendar you know when am I'm, when i'm going to post i try to post a video every day or a picture or something to keep my social network like uh, active you know um or for example when i do some videos on the streets because sometimes i used to go in the streets and to make interview like what do you think about mexico or uh, for example how much do you pay for rent and this kind of videos for example one video takes a couple of hours to make and then another couple of hours to edit mm. you know like subtitles uh, or captions and cut and silence and you know you know about that so for me it's like another job you know so sometimes people are like oh, okay it's just videos and social media but um no it's, it's i mean it's not just videos it's a lot of work you know mm. like and for example now i work with um some collaborations or brands or the agency and now i make some money i don't really monetize because like tiktok is not like that but i have the opportunity to work with for example events here some people are like okay can we can can, can you please help us to sell some tickets for this event or most of the events are like latin america mexican day brazilian days or something and then with the agency, then with, okay, please, I have this product. Please help me to sell it. And then I post it on my stories. And then, I mean, like, it's a lot of work, you know? Yeah. So if one day I don't post, it's like, ugh, I feel stressed. Or every time you're thinking, what am I going to post tomorrow or something? At the end, you know, nothing is going to happen, you know? Mm. But it's, I, I was like, it's another job. If I yeah. don't take it, like serious or just like a hobby i'm not gonna make anything yeah you know it's a job that walks around in your pocket that's the problem <laughs> yes exactly um, and it takes a lot of time you know and a lot of effort and work um but i like it i yeah. like it you well, know there you go that's the most important thing yes i i really love like this thing about content and for example when I see people in the street sometimes, so like, hey, you're the girl from the videos or something. And I, yes, I am. Thank, thank your videos. Uh, I got a lot of information to come here. Or, you know, this kind of things is like, that's what I needed. You know, like, the thing, I mean, like, that some of my videos help people to come here and to get information, that's perfect, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. And well done. Yeah. Yes. And you know, from my yeah. own point of view, thank you for helping people because I know a lot of people come here and they're lost. Yes. Um, and it's hard. It is hard. And you can feel, you know, I think the agencies and things like that, there they can be really nice, a supportive community. And that is, is, is crucial. Like being able to have that support because like someone or many people on this podcast have said, you, you don't have your family here. So the people you meet become your family. Exactly, um, or your yes. friends become your family here. Um, you probably would spend, you know, m 
Mexican holidays with all of these people whereas if you were at home perhaps you would be with your family like these people become extremely close and extremely important um, and the faster people can get into these communities the better and that's actually half the idea behind this podcast is to try and facilitate that type of thing um, because it is crucial because some people get really down and they were like they're like oh my god I'm going home because I hate this Yes. Um, and I don't like to see that. You don't want to see that happening too often. Because also we do understand that Dublin is, how can I put this? Um, let's just say it's not Paris. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not, it's a little bit rough around the edges would be the description I give it. Like there's beautiful aspect, aspects to it. The people are great. Um, but it's not that, let's say, stereotypical you're not going to see George Clooney sitting outside a cafe, you know, with his finger pointed up, having an espresso. It's not that type of place. Yeah. Maybe sometimes we tr- we'd like it to be, or we try to make that possible, but yes. <laughs> you know, that's not the soul uh-huh. of the city. It can be a bit dirty, can be a bit rough. Some streets are not great, but in general, it's safe. You know. It, yes. It has the these polar, you know, this aspects to it. Yes. And it takes a little while to get used to that. Yes, I thought you as you say like um, family, friends, like they become here. Like you, you, you get really close to these people, you know, because you're very far from your family. So the only support you have is these friends. Is you know, like I always tell the guys when they just get here, like try to be open, try to make connections, try to make friends, because it's really important. You know, like sometimes or even, for example, like talk to, talk with people that speak your own language is also helpful, you know, because you, you're like, OK, I feel safe, I feel home. So I always try to tell them that, like, guys, just be open, meet people, like make connections. And because it's very important when you're very far from your country, you know. Um, I forgot to ask, but earlier on in, in in the week, I saw from your your social media, you hurt your back in the gym. Yeah. How are you feeling now? Exactly like on last Sunday. Um, now I'm back to the gym. You know, so I was doing some. Just to be careful. Yes, I, it was. I mean, like, um, it was an accident. I think I did my exercise wrong or something, and then my muscle is stretched or something mm. more. And Sunday and Monday, I was like, eh, I can't walk. I can't walk. And it's impossible. I feel pain and everything. So my friend, which is a doctor, she was like, okay, you try to be resting the whole day and everything. Um, and there is when you're like, where is my sister? Where is my mm. mom or something to have like a soup or something? Because I was in my bed all day. Um. And I was like, I need to call a doctor because this is like, um, even when you have friends or something here, it's not, I mean, it's not your family. I mean, yeah. like, even when you are very close to them and you are like, okay, you're my bro or something, um, you feel shy, you know, yeah. to ask for something. So I was like, I need to go to a doctor. And then I called my doctor and he was like, we need to make an injection. And they, I mean, he put like, he made an injection for me and now I feel better, you know, yeah. but um these kind of things are very like it's like a challenge you when you are sick or something because it's like it's not the same like you're in another country and then you're afraid or something but now i am like like you cannot 
let this pass i mean like is your i mean like is your body you know so we're like i need to check i mean i need to see a doctor and then i went to the doctor now i feel better but you know this kind of things about accidents or something is i think when you're in another country because it's like what if i have a very big accident you know uh but no now i'm okay yes all better now yes you should make some content around that and like what to do if you get or if you need the doctor because again it's totally different here to what other people might be used to yes i know when i lived in spain i had a few moments of like well this is totally different to to ireland yes the gp here would look after so many things like i don't know you can have a relationship technically like let's say a family relationship almost with a gp um whereas well i don't know that that's it I'm not going to go into that story, but it was an embarrassed, let's just say it was an embarrassing situation that I had in a doctor's uh, surgery in, in Spain, uh, just because of a culture difference. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but yeah, that making something like that, I'm sure people would really yes. like to see it. Yes, that yeah. always happens. Like everything happened. I mean, like my friend uh, Omar, he's in my class. He, everything, the, everything that happens in our lives He's like, you should make a video about this. You should, or I'm in my class and, you know, you know, like the lecturers, you know, mm. they are always teaching us because I'm student business now and they say a new word. And my friend is like, you should say, you should make a video about this. You should make a <laughs> or, you know, pronunciation yeah. and life or, you know, any kind of things. And there I get the ideas, you yeah. know, like my friends are like, oh, you, I struggle with this word. Please make a video about how to pronounce this word Amazing. or things like that. And I'm like, OK, I'm going to do it. It's great. At least you're not lacking for inspiration. Yes, uh, exactly. It's good because sometimes you run out of ideas yeah. in life. Tell you me know? about it. Um, yes. How do we find you? On social media, it's just Jenny Santana. Normally it's um, Jenny.SantanaD. Um, yeah, TikTok and Instagram always there. Um, sometimes I take some time to respond to messages, but I always try to respond to everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'll add a link to to Instagram. Um, I don't really use TikTok, but I can. I'll, I'll find you on TikTok as well. Yes. I'll add a link to, to that. Sure. Um, so for anybody who's listening, if they want to reach out, I'm sure they, they can get in touch with you. Um, I really appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Thank you for this. I really appreciate the invitation, having this conversation. In this is the first time I'm doing it in English. So well, you're a total natural. I hope my English was good. It was perfect. Absolutely <laughs> thank you. perfect. I really appreciate this. Um, thank you. I mean, like it was a really good time. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, for anybody who's listening, thank you so much. And yeah, that's it. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Adios. (laughs) Adios.